A good day. A good day to you, sirs and ma'ams. How are you on this wonderful to Thursday? Shout out to my mom. Love you, mom. Hope you're doing well. Uh, hope you all are doing well as well. Lots of news to cover today. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into the news. No, I'm not doing that. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Dot com. Talk dirty German to us. Hmm. Du bist ein Dummkopf. Hmm. Du. No. Du liebst. Mm, Scheiße. Uh, community notes, kind of, people ask me about community notes. I mean, it may come back one day, but Sid and I are kind of focusing on the public eye. I think that's, uh, that's uh, a little more important long-term. Hopefully we come back. Do some one-off boxed game videos. I don't know what I would even talk about. Just talk about the game. Um, so remember all the healthy at all sizes influencers that were astroturfed out of nowhere? I think it was like 2022, 2020, 2021, 2022. Remember that? Tess Holiday, and um, you know, a, a slew of other six to 700 pound women were put on billboards. And uh, we were told that healthy at all sizes was a thing. Well, I know this might surprise you. This might shock you, but they are all literally dead. All of them have died before the age of 45. Every single one of them, all dead. Shout out to Blair White for this little 18 second thug life moment. Just because I'm fat, that doesn't invalidate the things that I say. She died. You ready to get supersized? She died too. Today I've got the big fruit loop. He's dead. Join me on my fat positive radio show. Which didn't last long because she died. They're all dead. And <clears throat> normally, as a human who still feels some sense who still wants to believe that there's some humanity left on the world in the world. I generally do not like to dance on people's graves unless they're like John McCain or like, um, you know, Bush or like, you know, some leader that sent a bunch of kids to die for oil. Um, in these particular cases, uh, I, I, I carry really no qualms about dunking on these women and using their deaths to, uh, spread the word a little bit more because some of these women had millions of followers, millions of followers 
they told millions of followers on TikTok mostly, so kids, that this lifestyle was actually healthy and they're all dead. So who knows how many more lives these, I think basically this fat, um, this fat uh, body positive, they were all women. Look, I'm a fat, okay? I understand that. There's a difference between being fat and then like becoming a famous influencer who tells other kids that it's actually healthy to be fat and now they're all dead. And if you want to get into the nitty gritty of it, to be, to be frank, do you, do you think, why do you think that these women were popular? They were put on the front page of TikTok for little, little girls and, uh, and little boys to watch. That's, that's ultimately the reality of it. You think that China put somebody who weighed 800 pounds on the homepage of their TikTok? No, but they put it on an American TikTok. Super sized. She's a, she's a strong, independent boss woman. She's dead. Imagine... Imagine uh, tuning into a stream and uh, whining about what you're watching on that stream. Now, I don't want to call anyone out, but you're free to click to a mo another more interesting stream, as you, as you put it. You know, um, <laughs> PMA, thank you. I mean, the Chinese would never put these people on the front of their TikTok and make them popular. This woman had like half a million followers on TikTok. She weighed 846 pounds. You know? I, I don't take any joy in making fun of people who are overweight. You know, I've always struggled with my weight. Um, but I've also never used my platform to say, hey, it's actually healthy to be fat. Here's another one. Fat studies academic just happened to be what appears to be about 550 pounds had her work ridiculed online days before her death of a massive coronary you know and again these people in my opinion were demonic like they it's one thing to be overweight it's also another thing to be not feel bad about it or whatever. Okay, that's fine. But when you make your entire personality some, you know, telling other people that it's cool to be fat and it's actually healthy, like Cosmopolitan magazine ran one of these gigantic land whales on the cover of their magazine and said, quote, this is healthy. That's what the that's what the uh that's what the headline read. She was a prominent, com prominent commentator in the press, raising issues such as the need for longer needles for people uh, to get their COVID-19 vaccines. She was so fat, she needed a longer needle to get her vaccine. 
but she but she she made a career out of telling people that that was healthy and there was no there was nothing wrong and this is the sad reality of it ruined my life with food because she had done it grief had thrown a monkey wrench into her plan but she had done it and she was determined to do it again but all the while she was posting pretty sporadically on her accounts so it was hard to really keep up with her progress. Then in December of 2022, Brittany posted this TikTok. I ruined my life with food, um, binge eating, and lack of self-care. Um, and I'm hoping that it's not too late for me this time. It probably is. That's, they, these videos don't go viral. These videos don't go viral on TikTok where they're saying, actually, this is very bad. I've killed myself. Uh, I, I feel immense regret. These aren't the videos that TikTok puts on the front page. This woman, who's more stretch mark than regular skin, also died before 40 and was a body positive influencer. I mean, it's sad. I, I mean, these women had health problems. Here's the magazine cover. This is healthy. This woman right here is morbidly obese. This other woman's a little overweight. I mean, Wisconsin. She's a Wisconsin little overweight. This woman is 150 pounds overweight. 100 pounds overweight, minimum. This woman's probably like 40 or 50 pounds overweight. Now I'm not talking to get down to like, I'm not talking about like get down to like a size two. I'm just saying like to avoid a massive coronary, you know, it's sad. You know, all these people, uh, getting sucked into this healthy at all sizes garbage, which just wasn't true. Just was just never true. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about another freakout. Now, airport freakouts are becoming more and more common. I think a lot of times when you catch these things on camera, you see them, you know, going viral on the internet. Uh, it's a combination of things. Have people been freaking out in airports? Yeah, basically since the beginning of airports. Okay. They're more easily seen by most of us, mostly now because everyone has a smartphone and they're going to break that out and record it. Well, here we have a, a crazed uh, LGBTQ man and his Louis Vuitton husband, toting husband, have a wild meltdown at Charlotte Douglas Airport and curse at a woman in a wheelchair after accusing American Airlines staff of keeping them off the plane for their dogs. This whole dog thing, by the way, is a joke. More and more, I'm seeing more and more of these, quote, emotional support dogs in airports that are extremely obvious to anyone who's ever seen a properly trained emotionally, emotional support dog. They're not emotional support dogs. They are weirdos who um, want to travel with their dog. You want to travel with your dog? I, I, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Okay. 
take a car, drive. That's what most people do. I see dozens of these stupid emotional support dogs at the airport, and they are wildly untrained. They're just small little yip, yip barker dogs that sit in the plane and bark the whole damn time. They are not trained. Most of the time, you don't need any kind of official documentation either. This is the moment a crazed accountant and his husband had a huge airport meltdown and swore at a wheelchair-bound woman after accusing American Airlines staff of keeping them from their pet dogs. This is what privilege looks like. Seems like more often than not, especially recently, we're seeing a certain group of people uh, getting away with an awful lot of bad behavior at the airport. I'm not saying it's all that group of people. I'm just saying there seems to be some correlation, you know, some correlation. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, a statistician. I'm just anecdotally saying there seems to be a lot of people from a particular community having airport meltdowns on camera. Again, bringing your what are probably not actually emotional support dogs. By the way, you shouldn't really travel with your dog. They put them in like the cargo bay. Lots of times, lots of times they die. Um, just drive. Just drive. Quite honestly, if you're looking at a six-hour drive, that's about the same as a two-hour flight. You got to get there two hours early, you land, by the time you get all through the rigmarole and you go around and do this and do that, you could have just driven there. Remember your girls. I'm not sure. I think these are two gay men uh, pretending that their dogs are their children. Now, this woman actually looks like they, she has an emotional support dog. It's well-trained. You can, I hate how they have this stupid paw screen. You can see this dog is very well trained. You have some flamboyant man having a total meltdown, and the dog is laying there extremely well behaved. See that? That's a that's an actual trained dog. Hello, everybody. Dustin. American Airlines. This over. Sorry. Here we go. Dustin. Here. I'm not kidding. You don't care about girls? Someone tell you about Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna do They're talking about their girls, which are probably little pocket-sized poodles, because they're called Shelby and Dobby. Shelby and Dolly. Or Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Remember them. Shelby and Dolly. Remember them. This woman here in the wheelchair is laughing. Absolutely laughing. She's like, step off, you weirdo. She's like, did you see that? She's like, get away from me, she said.
I mean, seems like a very well-adjusted individual. Now, look, I'm not going to stand for um, American Airlines or really for any airline because quite often they are complete garbage. I, t I talked about this yesterday. Air travel in 2023 is the worst it's ever been. I challenge anyone to, you know, maybe early on when a lot of them were crashing. Okay. It was maybe worse on September 11th that day, but for the most part, air travel in 2023 is the worst it's ever been. Any post lockdown, any post coof air travel is a nightmare. So I get it. People are melting down. The drama between Charlotte Douglas Airport earlier this week with accountant Miller, who's seen screeching F off B-word at a woman in a wheelchair who was also waiting to board the flight to Fort Lauderdale while the couple live. You're not going to get on the flight and see your girls, Thorne shouted as he aggressively dragged his husband away from American Airlines staff member who he was berating for an unknown reason. It's unclear what prompted the drama, which initially shared was shared on TikTok. Remember your girls. You don't care about the girls. You don't care. They're obviously talking about dogs. Thorne kept repeating, seemingly in a manic state. Yeah, you want to really get you want to really go down the rabbit hole? You look at all the pilots that quit. Like my wife and my best friend are both pilots. I I'm plugged into the pilot community. I know what's going on there. A lot of the best pilots left when they forced the jab on them. That is just the absolute truth. Another, you know, if you're thinking about air travel, just take a little bit of a look into what ATC, air traffic control, see how insanely overwhelmed they are. In this next six months or a year, you're going to see a, a catastrophe on the ground, in my opinion. Planes colliding on the runway, something of that nature. ATC is completely overwhelmed. Um, good pilots quit. Or they're flying, they're flying for FedEx now. The girls, later identified as Shelburne and Dolly, are actually two dogs that the couple share in their social, in their social media revealed. So it was over their dogs. Their names are possibly a reference to 1989 movie Steel Magnolias. I mean... This is what you're seeing here, by the way, is LGBTQ privilege. I can promise you this. I can promise you this. If it were me and I was sticking my finger and screaming in the face of a woman behind the counter on American Airlines, I would be gone. I guarantee you, this is what, when I talk about LGBTQ privilege, that's what this is. This is, there is no chance in hell that I would be able to be screaming and point, putting my finger in the face of an employee at American Airlines and then still be able to board that plane. No chance. You wouldn't even have seen video of it. I would have been gone so fast. If I started screaming at an employee, the cops would have been dragging me out of there immediately.
Just as the situation was de-escalating, a woman sitting in a wheelchair made an inaudible comment that set him off again. F you, B-word! Meanwhile, a young girl in the background can be seen grinning as the camera as a drama unfolds before her. Who knew Anthony could turn this whatever into a ho- this hoe into a housewife? Miller jokingly posted on Facebook uh, in an anniversary tribute to the husband. I mean, this person, by the way, okay, records show that the pair live in an apartment building in the popular gay neighborhood. The building features a large pool with an $800,000 apartment. So they're super rich. They've got nothing to be upset about. I mean, and and oh, by the way, this person, this is not the first time. This is the same guy. The same guy has multiple. Here he is having a meltdown. Florida accountant suffered airport meltdown over his dogs. Is filmed swearing at trans prawn star neighbor's husband. While wearing a towel in a shocking new clip. So it is a... I don't, let me read that headline again. This is the same guy screaming at his trans prawn star's husband. Act crazy for camera. And there's, this is a man. This is the same individual who clearly is unhinged, has some sort of mental health issues that are undiagnosed. And to be totally honest, obviously I can't know this for sure, okay? And I, I'm not I'm not like casting aspersions on the entire gay community here. I know lots of gay people who are all awesome and well adjusted and, and fine people, many fine people. But the problem is when you have a culture of um privilege where you can't say anything to to a certain group of people without being called you know racist or homophobic or whatever the um you know whatever the crap you know whatever it is you basically live a life of privilege where no one's ever been able to check you the one place you're anybody's going to get checked and i don't care if you're a government official a hollywood star or whatever is going to be the airport the airport is the equalizer of equalizers you're all the same cattle at the airport So I think generally what you have here is a guy who's never faced any consequences in his life, probably never been told no, probably has, uh, uh, was raised by an uber wealthy single mom who's, who's a widower or something like that. Just guessing gets told no once and has an absolute meltdown that my friend is LGBTQ privilege. I mean, here you see the same day enraged traveler takes a ride on baggage carousel Threatens to drop a deuce on it after a long wait for luggage. I mean, this is... I wonder if this individual is also in the community. I wonder. A British traveler has been filmed having an epic meltdown while impatiently waiting for their luggage. This was yesterday. Just drive, folks. It's fun. You can see the country. And you don't have to deal with a bunch of lunatics at the airport. Whenever I travel with my dogs, I always drive. That way I know they aren't stuffed in a cargo hold of a plane. We stop every few hours to get gas, stretch our legs. Yeah, and then you let the dog take a pee. It's no big deal. It's no big deal, right? 
I drove, I drove by myself to Louisville, Kentucky, okay? Which was, I don't know, like four and a half hour drive or something, five hour drive with five cats and a dog in my car. Five cats and a dog. Stopped once to get gas. Indy got out, stretched his legs. The cats meowed and were angry. Made the rest of the drive. It's not that big a deal. I gotta, well, I'll be right back. Give me like two minutes. Yes, dear. Cream fresh, la 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 fresh. Meh. Now I just had to, I had to help carry in some groceries. And a help carry in some groceries. Cream fresh, la 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 fresh. Should use Google Maps. I don't use Google Maps anymore. Have you noticed when you use when you use Google Maps now, it's constantly trying to send you forty freaking turns out of your way to save point one miles a gallon. I'm sick of it. Every time, every time there's a eh, 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 eh. Every time there's a Google map update, it defaults back to take me the leaf, the fuel efficiency route route. Every time there's an update, you got to figure, you got to log back in, you got to turn it off. And then I'm convinced that not, not only is it just the leaf, the fuel efficiency bullshit, but they're also like, I've been using Google maps to go to certain places for years. And even without it turned on, it's constantly now taking me different ways. Like 45 turns and back roads instead of just staying on the freeway and driving two more miles, but you can go 15 miles over the speed limit. It's just faster. It's like, it's so dumb. There's some sort of change. Now there's a video making the rounds on social media today that I thought was an extremely important one to take a look at in particular, not just for women who is kind of the subject of the video, but men on why you should um, own something to protect yourself should you be allowed to legally. Well, you should own something to protect yourself anyway. But anyway, um, it's a video that's actually, this is, this is modern Twitter, you know. Now everyone just shares videos with no context and you find out later that it's years old and things like that. Well, this is a video from a few years ago, but it's making the rounds on social media and it's absolutely terrifying. Um, you know, Amuse, again, they do this. They share a video that's, you know, years old. Um, but this is the reality of many particular police interactions. 911 emergency. My ex-boyfriend is trying to break into my house. I'm not letting him in, but he's like tried to break down the door and he's trying to break into one of the windows. So... The gist of this call, I won't play the entire three minutes and 40 seconds of it because it's just brutal. This is a woman who's got some upset ex-boyfriend. Uh, and wait till you hear what happened at the end of this, too. He put me in the hospital a few weeks ago, and I've been trying to keep him away. I told him I was going to call. 
he's now trying to break in through the window. He's trying to tear me it open. Okay. Um, are you, do you have anybody else in the house with you? What? Lady, why do you think she's calling 911? No, I don't. Okay. Does he live there? No, he does not. Are you still there? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I don't have anybody to send out there. Okay. Uh, I don't have anyone to send out there. I've got no police to help you. Pay your taxes, though. Attend the police ball, policeman's ball. Uh, you know, obviously, if he comes inside the residence and assaults you, can you ask him to go away? or Can you ask him to go away? That's the saying, when seconds count, cops are minutes away. That's why you should always stay strapped. You take the time. You don't have to be a gun nut, okay? You don't have to be a gun nut. You can go and anybody can go pick a basic Glock 17 or Glock 19, Glock 23, whatever they are. You just get a basic 45 caliber double stack Glock. That's all you need. Don't let all the gun weirdos be like, well, this is what you should really get. This is what you should get. This is what you should really No. Okay, just get yourself a Glock and you'll be fine. Go to the range a few times, practice with it, put it in your hand, get used to it, you, you know, and you're going to be fine. All right, don't, don't get stuck in the weeds about what you should get. I'm not saying that, you know, you know Glock is the best. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not sponsored by them or anything like that, right? You can be, you can get all butthurt about me saying Glock. But my, my point is that it doesn't matter. Combat Tupperware is going to work every time. All right. Don't get stuck in the weeds with a bunch of weirdos. So, well, what you really got to do is get this specific. It doesn't matter. You want to do your research. You want to go get an H&K. You want to go get a SIG. You want to go get a Ruger. You want to go. That's fine. But what I'm saying is if. If you're like most people, see, most people that chime in on this conversation are in the world and they don't understand what it's like to suffer from paralysis via overanalysis. If you're just looking for your first, you know, I want to have this in the kitchen drawer just in case my crazy ex-boyfriend shows up, shows up or my crazy ex-girlfriend. You don't need to, you don't need to look at every possible scenario. 45 caliber, double stock, not, you know, Glock with uh, hollow point or home defense rounds, Hornady home defense rounds. That's all you need. And it's going to get the job done. You want to put a bunch of extra work in. You want to figure out exactly what you want. That's cool. You want to become a collector. That's cool. That's how it starts for me, right? First one I ever got was a Kimber 1911 Eclipse 2, I think. Now, well, before I had my tragic boating accident, you know, I had something like 40. You don't need that. You just need one. And they're not that expensive. Plus, I mean, you can buy them used. But, you know, especially if you go to a shop, you get yourself a nice Glock. It's like three or 400 bucks and you're good. Couple boxes of ammo. You get to the range. You practice. You practice once or twice. That's all you need. Make sure it's comfortable in your hand. Go to a local shop that will spend some time with you. It takes 30 minutes to get prepared for this. Do you know if he's intoxicated or anything? 
I've already asked him. I've already told him I was calling you. He's spoken before, but he's down my door. It's all to me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so... Is I, there any way I'll, you can safely leave the residence? No, I can't. It's already been because a minute, by the way. pretty much my only way out. With a vehicle, or...? Um, with the vehicle and with himself on my front door also. Okay, is there anybody that you can call to come over and help you? They called, you called 911! You did call! That's who you're supposed to be able to call. Or do you have any friends? Um, he has... Do you have any friends? What do you mean? What she needs is a super basic. Here's even more basic. If you're a little more concerned about which type of hand weapon, hand cannon you want to use, go get a Remington 870 Express. You can buy it from Walmart. You can buy a case of 100 shells and that sucker for a couple hundred bucks and that thing's going to put a giant hole in whatever you point it at. You don't even need to spend a lot of time getting ready with that. Go out and fire it. Know how it works. Order, how to anticipate this kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. But you call, I mean, you call, what do you mean? Do you have any friends you can call? So I'm her friend, right? I go over there and I put a hole in this guy. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to get charged. Oh, I'm gonna call my boy, my new boyfriend. He's gonna show up and he's gonna be armed and he's gonna and he's gonna and he's gonna uh he's gonna handle the threat. By the way, this guy broke in and bru and and uh and uh R-worded her. Just so you know. He choked her and then took her by force against her will. That's how this story ends. He gets inside and he and he uh forces himself on her. Sat there and destroyed my phone that had all of my contacts in it because uh -huh. I have neighbors. Because he's done this, he's done this. I can't get a hold of my neighbors. I don't know what the phone numbers are. I just had to get a new phone. <sighs> okay. Well, the only thing I can do is give you some advice and call the sheriff's office tomorrow. Uh call the sheriff's office tomorrow when you're dead. When you're dead. Um, obviously, if he comes in and unfortunately has a weapon or is trying to cause you physical harm, that's a different story. I, you know, the sheriff's office doesn't work up there. I don't have anybody to send, okay. and we don't dispatch for him. Um, like I said, it's an unfortunate situation. Okay, but I'll have to take care of myself. I guess. Well, you have every right to do that. I can't tell you what to do, but um, is he still there? Yes, he is. Okay. This woman's bawling her. She's having a total meltdown. And she's just... This is what happens when you defund the police. This is what happens when you dispatch the social workers. Is this a, is this a social worker that we're hearing right now? At this point, it's been 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Plenty of time. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it's... And then he um, put me in the hospital a few weeks ago, and I've been trying to keep him alive. Do you have a restraining order? I do not, because he, he's left the...
And here's the story. Dispatcher informs her that there are no cops there to help and instead tells her to ask the attacker to leave. I mean, are you joking? This is, you know, this is the state. This is the state of policing. The woman explained that her ex-boyfriend, blah, blah, because a number of deputies in Josephine County Sheriff's Department had been cut following the expiration of a secure rural schools and community self-determination act, a multi-million dollar annual federal aid program. This is literally the, what happens when you defund the police for uh, timber producing counties. So she lived out in the boonies, essentially. Right? The only remaining officers were only available from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. So if you want to commit crime, just do it at 5 o'clock. If you want to commit a crime, just do it at 5, of, five o'clock. Like, are you kidding me? There isn't a day that goes by that we don't have, we don't have another victim. There's 83,000 people in that county and also is looking to further cuts that would leave just one sheriff's deputy on patrol for 83,000 people. Josephine County. I don't know what state that is. Oregon. Ha! Of course it is. After 5 o'clock, the perfect time for crime. So this is what I'll tell you. You know, I am not, even though, you know, there was a time again before that tragic boating accident that I did like to collect various weapons. I'm not one of those people that acts like it would ever be easy to pull the trigger. I understand. Okay. But if this woman, I think I can say with 100% confidence had simply had a Walmart shotgun, none of this would have happened. Right. None of it would have happened. She would, you know, uh, and, and, or, you know, or a Glock or whatever, you know. This is what happens when you defund the police. This is what happens when you make people afraid to arm themselves, to make them think that, uh, to make them think that you're some kind of weirdo. No, this is the, this is the, you know, if you, you should have something to protect yourself, always. Police do not have a legal responsibility to protect you. Remember that. You, you, know, you take Joe Biden's advice, but you don't fire it into the air. You put it into his chest area and it will be over. It's always better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. If this woman had just had that laying around in the, in the broom closet, you know, covered in dust, she would pull that trigger, I guarantee it would have worked. And then when the cops got up back on shift in a day or in eight hours, it could come pick up the body. Brutal. Stay strapped. Shout out to the King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping uh, for your Biltong using code THEQ on landedbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Get yourself some meat snacks. 
for your New Year's celebration. Big agree. Or if you're looking at... Uh, Or if you're uh, looking at maybe doing some keto or some paleo in the new year. It's a great, great tool. You could rack it once. Maybe that would be enough to scare them away. <laughs> you know, you could maybe rack it once. You got eight. If you got, you know, a six plus one tube, you could afford to rack one. But, nope, they defunded the police, and she had to get raped. She had to get raped in the name of defund the police. That's the, that's the reality of it. She got brutally raped because defund the police. But a, bu a, but a bunch of rich, you know... White suburban moms got to feel like they got to excuse their racism by putting the sign in their front yard. Well, it looks like things are actually far worse than what the beer industry wanted to report to you. In fact, in the post-brand destroyer Dylon Mulvaney era, beer sales in the United States have hit a 24-year low. A 24-year low. At a time when there's never been more people of, of legal drinking age. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe you leave a like on this if you agree. Maybe it has something to do with beer no longer representing fun, but a political affiliation. It might might have something to do with that. I'm just a regular, you know, Midwestern yokel guy. But, you know, once beer had to start representing political affiliations, maybe people decided, meh, I'm out. You know, and that's why, of course, I started Coffee Brand Coffee, where we're having a year-end blowout sale right now. If you've never tried us before, now is a perfect time to pick up a few items as much as 64% off. We've got these buttery tea. Every one of these snacks I stand by, they're delicious. The buttery tea toffees peanut bombs, the cashews, the sweet, spicy and sweet treat mix, the chocolate-covered espresso beans, the yogurt-covered pretzels, the kettle corn, chocolate-covered sunflowers. These are all ridiculous and they're super cheap they're 50 to 60 percent off then we have some coffees peppermint mocha we've got our hot cocoa peppermint hot cocoa we've got peaches and cream orange creamsicle pumpkin pie vanilla sugar cookie which people love all 45 50 percent off and our k cups are up to 30 percent off and by the way the coffee brand coffee the quartering hat is now 60 percent off it's only 10 bucks so i'm going to put a link in the description you could throw a couple things in your cart and you won't have to worry about it meaning making a political statement. And you'll be supporting me. We're not some crappy drop shipping operation. We roast our own stuff. We fulfill our own stuff. And we love our customers greatly. And we don't care how you vote. Link in the description. As billions of people across the globe look forward to the dawning of a new year, 
few entities will be as happy to say goodbye to 2023 as Anheuser-Busch InBev, the parent company of beleaguered beer brand Bud Light. Over the past several months, Bud Light has seen itself unceremoniously dethroned as America's best-selling beer and regulated to the undesirable position as a nation's symbol, in the most prominent symbol in the culture war. Well, yeah, that's what they wanted, though. That's what they wanted. Once proudly held aloft by sports fans across the United States, bottles of the beverage were suddenly shunned in favor of any other beer. People filmed themselves tipping the contents of Bud Light bottles down the drains. Some gleefully shared photos of deeply discounted, though still unsold, packs of Bud Light. Those who can recall, this all stemmed from Bud Light partnering with brand destroyer, woman face user, as many believe, Dylan Mulvaney. For a small campaign, the company gifted Mulvaney, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't a small campaign. They paid her like $200,000. $200,000. Between March 1st and May 31st, the stock fell from $66.39 to $53.20, a 20% drop. But there's even more. You have former executives speaking out. Then there's continuing backlash. Six months after the Bud Light controversy kicked off, Kansas City tight, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, also known a.k.a. Mr. Pfizer, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Swift, learned that the boycott embers continued to burn when he appeared in a campaign for the brand in October. Kelsey was ruthlessly mocked. Fast forward to December, things have shown little sign of letting up. A campaign featuring NFL legend Peyton Manning and Pro Football Hall of Famer Emmett Smith for Bud Light Super Bowl ticket competition also sparked outrage. In Bud Light's new ad, patrons watching Manning as he orders at a crowded bar. He announces a round of Bud Lights is on him for the entire bar in his trademark style. Starts passing cans of Bud Light to people with deep throws, Hail Marys, and perfect spirals without spilling a single drop. As a fan makes a diving catch, Smith appears in the crowd to call a touchdown and joins Manning in passing out more beer. Unsurprisingly, Outrage briefly filled timelines on X, formerly Twitter, in reaction to the ad. The Outrage appeared to continue working outside of the internet. At the end of October, it was revealed that Anheuser-Busch had recorded a 14% revenue fall in the United States from July to September. Anheuser-Busch's third quarter figure showed 14% decline in U.S. revenue, along with a 17% fall in sales to American retailers. On top of that, 2023 is the lowest point in 25 years. Bud Light boycotts and plummeting beer sales have brewers crying in their beer. U.S. beer shipments for 2023 are expected to drop to their lowest point in 25 years. They ultimately, they ultimately want you to think that you failed, that the boycott failed. That's not true. The beer industry has had a brutal year marked by boycotts against Bud Light, parent company Anheuser-Busch, shifting consumer behavior and plummeting sales, and it's only going to get worse. U.S. beer shipments dropped more than 5% over the first nine months of 2023, according to data compiled by Beer Market Insights. By the end of the year, shipments are expected to fall to their lowest level in 25 years. 
the Wall Street Journal reports. Well, how many of your favorite beer brands have decided to get political over the last year? We certainly know Miller Lite, Coors Light like to have their pride cans, which most people have accepted. You got, you know, Dana White selling out and telling Americans to buy gallons of Bud Light and people making fun of him. You know, it's, it's, it's these, the boycott against Bud Light is, is bigger than just Bud Light when you have that big of a drop. Part of this is due to a long telegraph shift in consumer tastes. As consumers, especially younger ones, ditch alcohol over health concerns, Gallup, which has asked American adults about their alcohol consumption since 01, found in an August survey that adults under 35 years old were the only group to actually lower their consumption. Gallup also found that although beer is the most popular type of alcoholic beverage among Americans, that the status is in decline as liquor gains ground. In addition, consumers have more options, often substituting canned cocktails and non-alcoholic beverages for beer. As National Beer Wholesalers Association CEO Craig Purser told wholesalers in October, this is an industry-wide five-alarm fire. The only way we're going to fix it is to run toward that fire with purpose and a plan. Well, maybe making beer fun again would, would do a thing, would help, would perhaps, would maybe would perhaps help that. You see this article from Alkick. Beer sales in the United States have declined to a 24-year low as Gen Z and millennials sit in their apartments playing video games and ordering DoorDash. Here's a proposal to reverse the trend for beer brands. It's time to bring back the fun. I mean, sure, Modelo, it's not all Bud Light's fault why U.S. beer sales are lagging behind big time. Gen Z isn't uh, hooking up. They're not getting married. They're blowing all of its money on sports gambling. Gen Z has a disturbing number of members who love Osama bin Laden. Gen Z isn't buying houses. Gen Z isn't dating. Gen Z is drinking less and less beer. One of the bedrocks of society in, 2000, in, in the United States. Instead, Gen Z thinks it's cool to eat mushrooms, play PlayStation 5, and order DoorDash. By the way, don't care about that. That's fine. It's fine to take mushrooms and play PlayStation 5 and order DoorDash. What's wrong with that? According to a recent University of Michigan study, the number of college-age adults who aren't drinking has risen from 20 to 28% over the last 20 years. That's a good thing. But they're eating mushrooms and smoking herbs. 69% of people from 18 to 24 say they prefer weed to alcohol. According to New Frontier, that's basically always the case, as far as I know. I always knew way more people that, that smoked herb than that drank when I was like 18 to 20. The beer brands are countered by offering THC-infused iced teas to steal back some of the market share. Boston Beer introduced mango green tea earlier this year that has 5 milligrams of THC, and it's, quote, non-carbonated and formulated to minimize any cannabis taste or aroma. I like the cannabis taste, by the way, and aroma. By the way, have you been to any major city where it's legal now? The whole city stinks like herb. And I like it. I like the smell. But you go to any major city where it's legalized now, it reeks. The whole city reeks like weed. 
I mean, I think that, you know, part of it is <laughs> nobody that drinks beer looks like that. You know, spring break isn't really a thing anymore. All, all this kind of stuff, you know, but I think at least part of it has been that the beer industry has decided, hey, we want, uh, we want, we want to make sure that you are picking a political position when you buy our beer. We don't want to run on quality. We don't want to run on price. We don't want to run on value. We want to sell you our beer based on whether or not you like trans people. And that's essentially what, you know, Bud Light chose to do. And now people are like, you know what? I don't even want that. Is it all the dilemma of anything? No, of course not. But I'd say I would too call this a five alarm fire. Interesting times going into 2024. Suck it, Bud Light. <laughs> I think a big part of it is that people have gone to canned cocktails. If you're trying to get drunk, I mean, they taste better. There's way more alcohol in them. They have sugar in them. I'm trying, by the way, I'm trying to do a, I don't know if this is something you guys would want to participate. You guys and gals would want to participate in, but, uh, I'm thinking of doing a dry January. Um, and what I was thinking was doing it with my viewers where like, Maybe you're not trying to drink less. Maybe you don't drink a lot, but maybe you drink a lot of energy drinks or you eat a lot of fast food or you like, I was thinking we just like pick a vice, an unhealthy vice. I mean, if you're hot, if your vice is working out, <laughs> you know, don't stop doing that. But I thought like as the quartering, we could pick something like if you already don't drink booze, you know, maybe take off weed for the month or if you don't smoke weed or, dr or drink booze do fast food if you don't do fast food pick an energy drink if you don't do that maybe w watch less tv you know uh install a screen time install a screen time limiter on your phone pick like one thing and then we'll try to just kick its ass in january but you have to do some level of planning you know You have to add some friction. Yeah, if you're jerking off too much, you know, no fap January. That's fine. Whatever it is, pick one thing and together we'll all be crabby together in January. Wait, Russell Brand freaked out and started drinking again live on his stream today? No. Oh, is Luke in here? I didn't see. Oh, Luke. Camp cocktail sounds gay. Watch less the quartering. If you watch too much quartering, yes. How many firearms did I lose in a tragic boating accidents? Well, I mean, all of them, twice. No phone in bed. Turn off your, you know, something like that. Is that true about Russell? He's been sober for years. I don't believe that.
I'm scanning his stream right now. He's not drinking anything. I didn't see him take a drink of anything. Oh, you're just joking. Okay. Oh, oh, you made a funny. You made a funny. <sighs> Trying to drink more water. Shit post successful. Yes. What's up, Luke? Come up to Wisconsin. Courting you call. Amazon Prime is adding ads now unless you pay $3,000 more. I knew it. Well, the left is extremely upset again at Ricky Gervais. This time, it's for pointing out what we all know about the current migrant invasion, not just here in the United States, illegal alien in invasion, not just here in the United States, but over in Europe. The media wants you to think it's all just women and children trying to escape war-torn countries. But the fact of the matter is, that's not true. It's largely military-aged men and mostly uh, hitting the streets and causing problems for citizens. That's the reality. And uh, Ricky Gervais made a pretty lighthearted jab at it. And uh, it's always, you know, it's great when, uh, you know, comedy can point out some of the more um, obvious things. You see this comedian Ricky Gervais's new Netflix special when he dropped that he dropped on Christmas Day has an amusing joke about how the vast majority of illegal boat migrants arriving in England are young men. Well, I am woke now and I can prove it. Here you go. I love illegal immigrants. Yeah, sue me now. I, sometimes I go down to Dover for the day, right? And I I look out, right? I look at Look for a boat, and I see a dinghy with about 60 of them, and I go over here, like, right? And I pull them in, I pull them into shore, and I go, women and children first. They go, there are no women and children. Just you lads, is it? Just come on, lads. Come on, lads. If I go down there one day and there's no boat, I am absolutely fucking gutted. <laughs> yep. He's not wrong. And anybody who's ever looked at any pictures or anything like that, you know that's the case. Well, him pointing that out has spurred dozens of complete meltdowns. Ricky Gervais needs to stop. Ricky Gervais' new Netflix specials try so hard to be edgy, but it's just a total bore. Here's the article from Modernity over at PJW's website. Comedian genius Ricky Gervais's new Netflix special, which dropped Christmas Day, features an amusing joke about the vast majority of illegal boat migrants arriving in England are young men. I mean, I saw a video floating around today where there is a French reporter who is being robbed and harassed live on camera by a migrant. And uh, they blurred the migrant's face in real time to protect him. 
Gervais faced down the usual backlash of people offended over jokes these days before the special was even made available to watch. Much of the show centered around Gervais trying to define what woke meant now and how the meanings of words are consistently changing, with others being censored just to please terminally offended idiots. And I'm woke now. Here you go. So he tells the joke. Um, Gervais also joked about one of the male migrants wanting to go to Gary Linker's house, a celebrity in the UK who constantly bolsters lies about the identity of, quote, refugees arriving in the UK to push for open borders. The joke skewered the false notion, constantly amplified by the media, that virtually all of those arriving illegally in England are genuine refugees, when many of them are just actually economic migrants and are almost always male. Official figures show that around 87% of all arrivals on small boats are men, although even this figure is disputed and may be higher. This is how the West falls, is just mass uncontrolled invasion. Uh, I talked about it at the southern border here in the United States where there is a current migrant caravan headed towards our southern border that is said to be reaching a size of 15,000 people in one caravan of mostly military-aged fighting men and women who are getting brutally abused. That's who's, that's who's coming. We're going to give them a debit card with $5,000 on it, a cell phone, and set them free in the city and just hope for the best. This isn't any longer. You know, the conversation when, like, our dads were around were literally the, they took our jobs, they took our jobs. Nobody cares about them taking, quote-unquote, our jobs anymore. I'm worried about them taking over entire cities. You go look, and, and by the way, the people that are coming here have no interest in assimilating. Did you know, you know, that, look at Dearborn, Michigan. Look at the Somali population in Minneapolis. They have no interest in assimilating. They have no interest in interacting with you. They have no interest in helping in your community. None. Zip. Zero. Zilch. Nothing. They have no interest in integrating with you to being a productive member of your community. They want free land given to them from the United States government to set up mini Somalia, mini North Africa, mini Paraguay, mini this or that. They don't, they, they, this idea that the United States is a melting pot and people are coming here because, wrong. Wrong. They have no interest whatsoever in, in, in learning anything about England's history or becoming a member, you know, a member of productive member of English society. They want their own little neighborhoods with only the people just like them. I wonder why. I mean, are we supposed I mean, look what they get look what they do to Tommy Robinson just for pointing out that there are literal no-go zones in his own country now. And and because Richie, R- Ricky Gervais said it, the media is having a complete meltdown. Did you see the Minnesota new the new Minnesota flag? Is it the Minnesota flag that is looks it's supposed to look like the? Is that true? That might just be a meme. 
I saw somewhere on the internet, like the new Minneapolis flag or the new Minnesota flag looks just like the Somali flag or some crap like that. I mean, that's not the melting pot. That's, that's not a melting pot. And you see the mainstream media is having an absolute meltdown about it. Oh, Ricky Gervais is just trying to be offensive. Oh, he made fun of um, kids with leukemia. Oh. Now that the mi now they're upset about the migrant comments. Look at this article they wrote about this is this shows how out of touch they are, right? This is an article they wrote once about a Ricky Gervais show, the media. Ricky Gervais in Dublin, intolerant, nasty, grossly offensive. And 11,000 people laughed along. Can comedian makes jokes about homeless, illegal immigrants and inefficient children working in third world slave labor sweatshops. Ooh, you can't joke about the things that are society, that about true things in our society. Just look at their look at their articles. They are absolutely triggered beyond all recognition. Ricky Gervais under fire for jokes about helping illegal immigrants off boats come on off off the boats. Women and children for first. Oh, it's just the you lads, is it? What's wrong with that? Entirely accurate. Fifteen thousand likes. Real people. Like real actual people, no, you know, that's like these comedians now, they're the ones speaking truth to power. It's not a joke, that's the truth. I mean, the whole show will make a joke out of the woke, it's good fun. They continue to melt down. You know. <laughs> The, the pictures that they put in the paper are, are the one boats where they have a baby in it. The, I, women and children is a fallacy. I mean, it, it's just, <laughs> wow, punching down again. Look how angry they are. Oh, he punched down again, very cutting edge. Punch down? These people are not here to help and become productive members of your society. They're here to take from you they want what you have and they will take it they will not assimilate they will not follow your laws and your government will excuse their behavior their government will say oh it's a different you know it's a different culture look at the uk didn't they have a a, a throng of these individuals like 15 people take advantage of a young girl and none of them got charged if i if i I, I, uh, I need to have like the, I need to have like a Jamie on Joe Rogan, but I'm, I'm almost positive. I saw the headline. It was like eight or nine or 10 adult males. And then one girl. And then they're like, Oh, it's a cultural thing. Something like none of them got charged. That's what your government, your government's not going to protect you. They were letting people willingly of it. Now, are there good people on these boats? Probably. Probably. Look how long it take. If you look in the UK, look up the UK's grooming gangs, which have been around forever. You know, I, I, it's it's wild to me. 
And the fact that people, the people that so like s virtue signal this crap on Twitter have, have never actually had to live in communities that are affected by this. You go right now, you go down to downtown Chicago. What is Eric, what is Eric Adams doing in New York right now? Declaring a state of emergency because too many buses of migrants that his, dem that his political party want in this country are getting bussed into his city. Look at what the citizens of Chicago are rioting because their schools and their football parks and their, and their city parks are being turned into tent cities for migrants by the people that they voted for. California, same thing. They're all crying in their Kellogg's about how they just can't handle it when they get 1% of what Texas and like New Mexico get. Blaming Republicans. Bro, secure the border. It'd be pretty simple. They don't want that because they want to get these people hooked onto the democratic system. They want, to, they want more uh, people who live on government handouts so then they can constantly say, if you don't vote for the guy with the D in front of your name, we're going to take away your government handouts. That's the truth. And I'm tired of, of sugarcoating it. The Democrats want more people who are dependent on Democrats so then they can lord it over them, just like they do with welfare. It's the same thing they do to inner-city black communities. It's the same thing they're going to do with migrants. Well, you don't want... That's why they're pushing for people to be able to vote who are not citizens. You don't want those Republicans to take away your free money. Do you? Well, you better get up. We're going to send a bus to your apartment complex where we put you because we know where you are. And then we're going to bus you down there and you're going to vote. That's, that's where this goes. It's nuts. The left knows it. Ricky Gervais exposed it. And that's why there's a hundred articles whining about this one joke. That's, that's the truth of it, right? I mean, look at, look at Dearborn, Michigan. Just look at it. It is nearly 100% Muslim. And none of them want, none of them want any part of hanging, of being around you. Just so you know that they hate you. They think you're scum. They think you're going to, you know, you're going to hell. They think, you know, they have no interest whatsoever in going to baseball games in America. They just set up their little, little Muslim town there. They live by their own rules. Same thing with the Somalis in Michigan. I mean, it, it's, it's wild. I keep getting told that I keep getting told that they just want to come to America so they can have a hot dog and go to a baseball game with me. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't see any of them. Now, based Deerfield, Michigan, because I think they mostly vote Republican. They do what? They do want to hang out with you or they do hate you? Stubs.
They don't follow they don't follow the laws of your land. They import their own laws. So this whole bullshit about, you know, they just want to have what they just want their piece of the American dream. No they don't. No they don't. They don't. Oh, yeah, right. I know. Yeah, they do hate you. Yeah, right. What happened to that all-Muslim city council that the, the right was cheering about? Yeah, that was interesting. The right... <laughs> it's funny how the right really loves to embrace Muslims when, they, uh, when it's super convenient. You know what I mean, Jelly Beans? Like, the right is all about Sharia law when the Muslims are the only ones brave enough to march in the streets against grooming teachers and drag shows in schools. That's when the right is like, yeah, based. Based Muslims. It's a religion of peace, guys. Based. Every other instance, they're like, oh, Muslims? You, jeez, I don't know. Have you heard of this thing called Sharia law? It's bad. But when they march, but when they march against groomer teachers based based in America pilled, Allah Akbar. Based in America pilled. We just like to toss Islamists in lefties' faces. Yeah, right. Yeah. What do you think about white Swiss people coming into the USA? I think, I don't care what color people are or what religion they are. Um, I just want good people who want to be a part of society here. You know? That's all. I don't care about people's skin or race. Well, that's the same thing. Oh, I guess not technically, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't care about, it's not about them not being white. It's about, uh, them being criminals, drug dealers, um, and, uh, and cartel members, Chinese spies, all of which we know is happening. You know, just you come over here legally, then go through the, go through the process, apply for a visa. Don't cross our Southern border illegally. Maybe the first time I meet you shouldn't be you breaking the law. I think that would be an excellent start. If my first introduction to you wouldn't be you being in a caravan of men who violently rape little girls 80% of the time 80% of women crossing the border the southern border have been brutally raped and girls by the way too not just women so you take 
you want to integrate into our society, you want to help out in your community, you want to you want to make you know come to this country uh, legally. I welcome you with open arms, and I don't care what race or religion or creed or what or, or who you like to fuck as long as they're adults. I don't care about any of that stuff. You know, it, it's just. It's it's weird to me, you know. These people come here, they get government handouts, they send their money back to Mexico. Do they even want to be American citizens or are they just here to, you know, it's I just want people that want to be here and want to and want to integrate. Is that is that racist? It might be. Would would the left say that's racist? Is that too is that too far? <laughs> I'm just kind of shooting off the, you know, kind of off the top of my head. I don't care what race you are, if you're gay or straight. I just want you to want to be here and I want you to come here legally. I don't want you to be a fentanyl dealer. I mean, isn't that like a very reasonable thing? Like no 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 Chinese fentanyl dealers, please. No um Taliban sleeper cell people, please. People that are willing to go through the appropriate background checks to get into this country. Like the you know, my standards are extremely low, I think. Some people will say, like, oh, I only want people who look a certain way or whatever. I'm not I don't care about that. I just want you to want to be here. I want you to want to integrate. I want you to come here legally. That's all. No drugs, no rapes. Pretty if you can if you can come here without raping 80% of the women around you. If you can if you anybody who is in a migrant caravan right now that stops a rape. Okay? That just stops a rape. I'm willing to, I, I, you know, I'll put you at the front of the line. I think that's reasonable. Stop one of your buddies, one of these, you know, young people just looking for, for a safe place to live. Just stop one rape. Just one. You know? Who do you think is raping eight, 80% of women crossing the southern border have been raped? And by the way, that includes 10-year-old girls. 80%. Who the hell do you think is raping them? The, the people standing right next to them in line. You want me to prioritize them getting in here? Are you joking? Jack, the left doesn't want to assimilate because the left hates our culture. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. But it would just be like extremely. I'm going to talk to Stick Sexenhammer, by the way, too, about offsetting our streams. See if he'll go earlier. I mean, I don't care if he does. I don't want to like pressure him to doing it. 
but I see we've overlapped our streams and like, I don't, I don't care about the numbers as much. Like, yeah, stop a rape, get a free visa. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Stop a rape front of the line. Right? <laughs> They're going to get one anyway. Stop a rape, get a, get a visa. Uh, rat out somebody who's got uh, 500 fentanyl tablets shoved up their ass. Get a visa. Oh, he's only doing this time for this week. Okay, then it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, tell me, tell me who, you know, you get to the southern border, you tell me where your fentanyl dealer is, you can come on into the country. Stop a rape, you can come on in. Shoot a rapist, get a, get a green card. I mean, they're coming in anyway. I'm just being practical. You have lost you today, Jeremy. Stop the live and let live. Wait, what? The greatest carny game ever, yeah. Step right up. Everybody wins a prize. Everybody wins a prize. Step right up. You, sir, stop a rape. Did you stop a rape, sir? Congratulations. Come on into the United States. Sir, sir, what do you got there? What are you pointing at? One of your Padres with 500 fentanyl tablets in their butt? Come on into the country. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry, stop defending America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're coming in anyway. I just I'm just saying. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
Why not? Why not? We gamify everything else in society. Why not gamify U.S. citizenship? See <laughs> <C. A>. P. Marsh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody finds fentanyl in a butt by raping it. Ooh. That's a tough one. Squid Game U.S. Citizenship. But you have to work for two years and be a good person. That's how you win. Yeah, I mean, put a bunch of factories on the southern, on the southern border. Let everyone come here and work. Pay them a living wage. And then see how it goes. Yeah, they do cancel each other out. So I guess they can't, if you yeah, if you find it via rape, they cancel each other out so you don't you don't get you don't get a green card. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we uh tomorrow I think I have Dave Landau tomorrow. I think I have I think I have uh I think I have Dave Landau tomorrow. Jeremy, you know most people work more than forty hours for a living wage at all times in history. Um Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, shoot. I mean you go back to like um even like, you know, Saddler days. I mean, people work freaking 20 hours a day, 18, 19 hours a day, you know? For sure. Will Dave cancel again? I'm going to go with a 60% chance he cancels again. That's, that's what I'm going to say. 60% chance of cancellation. That's just, that's just my guess. That's my guess. The difference is both people didn't have to work 40 hours plus. Well, I don't know. I mean, really, I mean, if you, if you're not counting house, you know, um, being a housewife as part of the job, you know, Generally, like if the man was working 60 hours a week, I mean, the woman was handling the schooling, the household work. That counts too. Shout out, ladies. That's why I have nearly 10% female viewers. There should be a fine for the counseling from. Is, is Dave canceling not a thing? Is that a thing, like a known thing? Is that a thing? All right. Well, 
we're gonna do uh we have uh if he shows we'll have dave Landau tomorrow otherwise we'll have the normal show uh in 22 hours i hope that you'll join uh i hope that you enjoyed today's show don't forget to get uh your last of the coffee brand coffee mega sale 64 percent off on many items a lot of our coffees 50 percent off our, our k cups are 30 percent off time to stock up for the new year help us empty our shelves pick up some of these te- peanut bombs and cashews and the spicy and sweet treat mix the chocolate covered espresso beans sea salt milk caramels are all all this stuff is ridiculously delicious and it's all extremely discounted. So pick some up today. We'll see back in we'll see back in 22 hours. Appreciate you. Step right up. <laughs> <laughs>